Welcome to another episode of PropCast, a property podcast that aims to educate, inspire, and engage property investors. We are your hosts, Dami Shinobala and Dimbala Osaige. Hey, Dim. Hey, hi, Dami. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Cool, cool, cool. What's going on? Well, um, well, apart from the fact that we're about to podcast, I was just thinking about yesterday's session on Clubhouse. So j- let me just give an I- a bit of an intro. If you've been on our, if you've been listening to our podcast, I think our last one we talked about Clubhouse, and um, yesterday we had a session. Uh, we we do have a prop chat room every Thursday at six pm. So yesterday's prop chat, we called or we had a uh, one of our moderators was a young man who started his journey um started his journey properties 20 years but there was something that he said yesterday that i've just been thinking on and i suppose we are gonna elaborate a little bit more um on today's topic and that's the the value of being educated being mentored um being in a mastermind uh which basically gets you from a novice or someone that's just doing research and research about a topic to someone that actually goes ahead and takes action. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, I was I was very impressed with his story, and I felt like you know what we should talk about that today. Yeah, so um, I guess we should probably start with what Clubhouse is, and I I think by the time this episode comes out, if you haven't heard of Clubhouse, either you don't have an iPhone or you've been living under a the rock <laughs> somewhere <laughs> under so, the rock. Yeah, so I'm sure by now um, most people know what Clubhouse is, but just in case, Clubhouse is a is the new newest social media app. It's an audio only app so there's nothing like you know posting pictures or posting pre-recorded content everything is live everything is real and you're just having a conversation like we are but the difference is we can have audiences and we can uh, we can have people listening in the rooms uh, we can have people asking questions and it's just you know you connect with people all over so it's a really cool app and every thursday 6 p.m we have our prop chat so we invite a guest and we discuss with them their story or what angle they are utilizing in property and and then yeah and you know we just generally have a chat so we've done a couple of rooms now we've had a a SaaS consultant come in we've had just us generally jamming and answering questions and then we had Jermaine who's a 20 year old entrepreneur and he mentioned education like you said Bim and we thought we'll do a session a podcast on on this so what is education? What does property education look like? That's, that's a good question. And I think for everyone it's different, right? So education to some people might be watching YouTube videos. It might be going on Instagram and following those who are doing it and trying to learn from them. It might be reading books. It might be, you know, ordering a pack of uh, training materials um, might be going on a course, a physical course, a digital course, could be anything. But I guess the main thing is that you have actively decided that you're going to invest in learning about a particular topic. And of course, we're talking about property here. So I think in our industry, a lot of people, you know, want to 
want to get educated, but they don't want to necessarily pay for that education. So they go after, you know, you go after free resources, um, maybe YouTube, maybe trying to ask questions. But I think what what resonated with us from yesterday's session with Jermaine on Prop Chat was the fact that he he also felt the same way, but eventually he sought out a mentor and then having that mentor was what helped him to propel and actually give him the confidence to 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 go forward so education i think to people means different things but in essence it's you know for me it's where you've decided to invest your time your resources in learning a particular subject what's your take on education well you know i'm a big advocate for education so yeah i I like the fact that you mentioned that education can come in different formats. Um, it, it starts off, I suppose, it always starts off with you doing a bit of an a bit of a research first before you then commit to going with a particular training um, organization. Um, so for me, education for me started with me picking up a book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, as far back as 2008, and just beginning to see um, see in a new light what's the difference between an employee, uh, an employer, a business owner, an investor, and so on and so forth. So my education started there. And then um, just like most people, I've, I signed up to a free property seminar, a two-hour seminar, which then piqued my interest even more. And um, I then, um, as the, you would normally have at the seminars, there's always an invitation for you to go for a proper training where they go into a lot more detail. Um, but there was a cost associated with that, which at the time, initially, just like Jermaine said, I wasn't really keen on paying for that. I All I could see was the cost. I didn't actually see the value. And then I went off and did it on my own. And then, of course, eventually after a couple of years and the fact I, I didn't go as far as I would have wanted to, I then had to take that step back and then I, I went ahead and paid for education. So and and it's been it was a it was a it was a game changer for me. So I'm definitely pro education. And one of the reasons why I I so I promote this a lot is for especially for most people that are educated, as in formal education where you've gone to secondary school you've gone to university, you know, you train to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a plumber, you know, there's some sort of training that we all do in order for us to do the job that we do and we get paid for. Without that training, you're not going to be able to perform effectively. You're not going to be able to remember the basics of what you're doing. So I have to employ the same uh, mindset to educate to property if you are looking to be an investor and you're looking to do it well do it right make money good money from it then it only makes sense that you it only makes sense that you get the right education and um you know get get people that know what they're doing that have done it before to take you along on that journey yeah so for me i'm definitely pro education and i always push push for that so we know the value of education. We know the importance of it. What do you think stops people from taking that initial step? Um, because we advocate education, but you know, and I know that people always try and circumvent the fact that they feel <laughs> the fact that they should pay for education. What, what do you think kind of stops people from um, taking that step? 
Well, I think the the one thing, the most well, the the, the one thing that I would say is the cost. So people for people associate um, education when they say when they hear education, they know that they need it. But the first thing that comes to mind is the cost of it, rather than the value. Um, which is a shame because for the most of us, especially if you were formally educated, we pay thousands of pounds to be educated. I mean, I, I, when I was at uni, not only did I pay, um, not only was that a, a fee, a school fees um, associated or tuition associated with my, for my three-year degree, I even had to get a student loan to support me. So by the time I was done, I was already a few thousand pounds in debt. And then I eventually didn't even do or study. I didn't actually work in the field that I studied for. Um, so, so yeah, so we, we are happy to pay so much for a formal education that we don't eventually use. But then in our minds, we can't see a good enough reason to put the same amount of money down for something that could potentially be a, a game changer. Um, so I think people look at the cost rather than the value. Yeah. And um and it's important, and, and let's just break this down into cost versus value. So it actually makes sense. So there's a property course that is being sold or advertised for a thousand pounds. Now, person A looks and hears, all he hears is, oh my God, a thousand pounds to be educated um, into, let's say, rent to rent, for example. And they're thinking, oh, a thousand pounds. I don't have a thousand pounds. Why should I give a thousand pounds? But what they, and, so that, and that's what cost is. You look at the cost, the actual physical amount associated with the training. But the value, though, is if I go on that course and I pay a thousand pounds and I learn as much as I can learn, one deal, sometimes it only takes one deal and not even one deal over the course of the, the lifespan of the deal. Sometimes it's one deal in the first two months. I can make you a thousand pounds. So let's say, for example, a typical rent to rent, as most people would advertise, you know, you can make anything from 500 pounds profit uh, a month upwards. So if I pay a thousand pounds to be trained and I get all the resources, all the knowledge, the help, and I go get started, I could make, um, I, I stand a chance of making 500 pounds profit in the first month, 500 pounds profit in the second month. By the time I'm in the third, fourth, fifth month of the year, I'm, I've already made so much money. So the value of that thousand pounds education is so much more, is what is worth a whole lot in you know in this journey that I'm about to take. So when we're looking at education, we are really supposedly looking at should be looking at the value to which this thing that I'm doing is going to give me as opposed to the initial cost that I'm going to pay. So I think that's the biggest one uh, for a lot of people. It's the cost. I mean I run trainings and um <laughs> the funny thing is I run trainings and then I come, people come and say, oh, I'm interested. And, and I say, oh, go fill out the form. And on my form, I clearly put it in bold. This is how much the cost, the course cost. And if you are not ready to take this course, don't bother filling out the form. I kid you not, every single time this happens, I always get someone or two people come back and say, oh, when it's time to pay. Oh, I didn't realize you had to pay. Um, I suppose I'm not really ready now. <laughs> and then I laugh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> so yeah, people, uh, people actually do want. I mean, I think I applaud a lot of people because they actually do want to learn. Um, it's just that extra step, really, of then pay to learn, and then the third step is then take action after you've paid to learn. 
Um, so yeah, so most people fail or, or, or stop short at the, the initial cost. This is the cost and, you know, now yeah. I have to go look for this money and do this, but they don't actually look at the value that is bringing them. Yeah, no, you're right. And um, the cost does tend to be a barrier and it does take a, it does take a, a mindset change in order to see something uh, from the cost perspective to the value perspective, because okay, value. I, how do you measure value, right? You you might do the course, but in order to attain or extract that value, you've got to do something with it. So if you go on a course, and yes, it can make you, you know, five hundred grand or however much you know you think you can make. If you don't take any action with it then that value becomes, it, it, it doesn't materialize. So you're right there. Um, first of all, it takes, it takes a mindset shift to go from cost, seeing, seeing things from a cost perspective to the value you get. But then in order to get that value, you also have to take that most important step after the education, which is the action. And that was, again, something else that Jermaine um, talked about, how you know, there wasn't really, for, for a period of time, there wasn't any action until he was able to find a mentor. And within the space of two months, he was able to secure his first um, property. So uh, cost versus value, but more importantly is in order to gain that value, you also have to take action. How many times do we read a book? And I've done it a hundred times, you know, you read a book, you think, oh my gosh, the tips in this book, amazing. And then those tips are long gone. So it's, but it's the same thing with education. If you pay for it and you learn, but you don't do anything with it, it just um, becomes knowledge and, uh, and yeah. Uh, you know, but in order for you to gain something, you've got to apply it. So, and that's what we call wisdom. That is, and that's why our American counterpart would say, "You got you, you got the best voice to say this. You got to take massive action." <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Robbins. <laughs> yeah, you got to take massive action. So, when we're talking about <laughs> education, so like we said, the first step is to actually get that desire to want to know which starts with okay i'm going to research i'm going to listen to someone's youtube video i'm going to go on someone's instagram page i'm going to go onto google the next step is to actually go and pay for education um as we've been saying we've said this so many times on this podcast you really don't know what you don't know you cannot google what you don't know and that's what you get when you pay for education so the free stuff is amazing because it gives you a flavor of what is to come it's the actual paid education that gives you the real the real source um so yeah so education is important now the next step as you've alluded to is where the, the taking action bit is what we then would call the either the mastermind or the mentorship and 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 i think this too can be used interchangeably um finding yourself a mentor um could be um as a result of you being in a mastermind or signing up someone's mastermind class and that could be a way of being mentored or you could potentially go and um, pay for a one-to-one mentor um and you know so i want to talk a bit about i think we should go go in and talk a little bit about a mastermind group so again when you go for any of this um, paid courses, there is always an upsell. Um, and rightly so, because again, think about it. I want to learn 
um, I'm interested in property. I've gone for my two hour seminar. It tells me, it gives me an overview of all sorts of th stuff that I could get up to in property. Then I decide that, okay, do you know what? I like the sound of um, commercial conversions. So I go on and sign up to another weekend course, a two, three day course about commercial conversions. And then I learn the theory but um, in the real world of commercial conversion, it takes more than two, three days <laughs> to do a commercial conversion because there's so much, so much that you're going to come a a across, so much you're going to come against. Um, so you don't really, you learn the theory um, in your education, but you don't really get the full knowledge in that. So then the, the invitation to um, come on the mastermind group then becomes the next step. And then it becomes the next step because in the mastermind group, and I, I think I did like a quick, a quick search on or a quick definition of a mastermind. And I just want to read that out. So it says here um, somewhere online, <laughs> it says a, a mastermind is a coordination of knowledge and effort. It's in the spirit of harmony between two or more people for the attainment of a definite purpose. So a mastermind is literally a group of people coming together to share knowledge, share resources, putting effort into it. And the whole idea is that everyone is looking to attain the one goal. So if I'm in a commercial to conversion mastermind, the, the point is everybody in this mastermind is looking to learn, to share, to grow, to convert, to commercial conversions. So, but in the mastermind group now, there's a whole lot of different things that then takes place in the group that makes it very beneficial and practical for the, the people that have signed up to it. Um, so that's that's mastermind, and you know, mastermind could be um, the different different types of mastermind. Maybe do you want to talk about that a bit? Um, um, I mean, the different types of mastermind, and we can start to go into what can you benefit from a mastermind? Yeah. So I just add to what you said in regards to um, transitioning from a three day course or a digital course into a mastermind setting the one of the things is you you take on all this information over a period of say three days and you leave feeling overwhelmed you leave feeling like well there's a couple of things you leave, you, you first of all you leave feeling like oh yeah i can do this you know you know when Excited. i get, get get back on monday i'm gonna crack this open and i'm gonna you know i'm just i'm gonna take over the world so that's the first feeling and everybody leaves with that feeling then the second thing is uh the second feeling that you may come out with uh on a on these three-day residential courses would be um feeling of overwhelm because you've been pumped with so much information and as bim said yeah you're not going to do a commercial conversion in three days or you're not necessarily going to implement everything that you've learned over this weekend or however many days you did it you're not going to implement it in the first week so invariably what happens is that life takes over right and before you know it invariably life takes over and before you know it work has got in the way kids have got in the way all the other things that you left behind when you went to that course have now come back and reality sets in and before you know it one week goes by no action one month goes by no action three months go by no action and then it's like oh <laughs> And then you begin to think, I paid all this money. Exactly. Because doesn't do what he's meant to do. Exactly. I'm never going to pay any more. Then you become cynical. But you haven't taken any action. 
exactly so <laughs> and we can say this because we've all been there right so Oh, yes. It's just it's just the fact. So when you transition into a mastermind, as Bim has explained, um, yeah, it just gives you that kind of it, it keeps you connected, keeps you connected to the group of people you met, keeps you connected to the um, uh, the individuals within uh, who, who have maybe taken that particular training. Um, so then and there, there are different types of masterminds. So some people do weekly calls where Every week you all jump on a call and you can ask questions, you can do check-ins, you can, uh, and it's a good way because you see what other people are doing. If you ever need a motivation, the person who, you know, seeing the person who sat next to you during the course, um, doing three, four, five deals is enough to, you know, is enough to get you going. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's another thing. So yeah. And then some people do it monthly. So some people would actually have physical meetups where uh, once a month you would come, you would, again, you sit you know, around the table, you do a round table type session and you go through what your achievements are or what your achievements have not been. So if you're doing those type of masterminds where you've got your peers who are doing excellently and then you come and you're not really taking it serious, it, it's not going to take you long before you start you know, putting things into gear. So those are, those are kind of like the different masterminds. Um, they can be online, they can be face to face. And, um, yeah, so they just, they just really generally help to keep you, keep you grounded, keep you going, keep you encouraged because you're seeing others around you also doing the same thing. And then, um, and then it helps with the networking and relationship building because you, you you form a you you form a when when you do your sessions when you do your training you become a group and you're all encouraging each other you can ask each other questions you can and in fact it's not just that but there's the accountability act um aspect there's the opportunities aspect because if someone has an opportunity that you know they might be able to share it with those in a group just so many different things can come from being in that mastermind um but yeah i would say network relationship building is is again one of the tangible benefits of being in a mastermind and i'm firsthand um witness to that because the people i'm around now is incredible i'm around football players pilots um just savvy business people just from being in a group of masterminders and yeah, it's it's just it's just the the network relationship building aspect is really cool. It is, yeah, it's so, it, it is very very good, and I, I like the accountability aspect of it as well, uh, because that's another thing where for most of us we we falter. Um, yes, we might have really good intention. Um, we're educated, we've learned a bit, we we want to do it, um, but then the stress of life gets in the way. And then we just fall by the wayside or you get so overwhelmed um, by your to-do list. And because there's no one that you're really accountable to, you just kind of just let it slide. <laughs> let it slide the first week. And then before you know, you're way too far gone. Um, so I love the accountability aspect of a mastermind. I'm actually part of two masterminds at the moment. Not, not, they're not property specific. I do need to get a property specific one actually but I'm, I'm a part of two different mastermind group and I'm already thinking oh my god the next time I'm going to this group what have I done my homework have I done what I said I would do 
you know, I don't want to be the weakest link. <laughs> I don't want to drop the ball. So there's that accountability bit that comes when you're in the mastermind and it's amazing. I, I just, I love that bit about your mastermind. Um, and then also sharing of resources. This is something that's really in the property. I mean, everyone knows how hard it is to find a good builder, how hard it is to find a good lawyer, how hard it is to how hard it is to find a good broker and you know the people that you need in your team they don't you know you don't be when you have a good team it's not built um overnight it takes years of relationship and and so on and so forth and sometimes being part of a mastermind means you have access to somebody else's great team um and as long as they're willing to share and i think that's amazing in fact thinking about it now my broker that i use now and i've been using for so many years came from um almost like a mastermind you know one of my training my trainers was happily shared their broker's details and um one day i got stuck and i was so dissatisfied with my current broker at the time and i thought you know what where should i go who do i call on and i remember that I had access to this contact, so I called them up, and you know, it's 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 um, it's been it's been how many years now? So, just having access to the same people that you're, the people that have gone ahead of you, have worked with, is amazing because you don't have to start from scratch. You don't have to make your own mistakes. You can just go straight to, and then also because there's there's a reputation. Uh, reputation at stake as well. So I, I love that. So I think being in part of a mastermind is not just you. And again, this is what we're talking about, the value, right? So it's not because it, there's a cost to be part of a mastermind, but rather than look at the cost, look at the value, what it brings you, the networking, relationship building, accountability, sharing of resources, um, and the opportunities that would also come from a from such a group as well. So if there are deals going on, um, if there are properties that are being sourced, you are in a group where everyone's looking for the same thing. Um, you can get faster. You can definitely move faster when you are in a mastermind because you really um, have your have you really have an, um, access to almost everything that you need. Um, so I I can't. We just can't stress enough the importance of being in a mastermind uh, which is the third progression from um, the education aspect so starting off with the initial inquiry and the, and the research moving on to paid education and now you're in a mastermind group so following on from mastermind did you have any any more to add to mastermind before we move on you know the interesting thing is that for <laughs> just to put it into context some masterminds you have to be earning a certain amount of money in order to get into that mastermind so mm -mm. yeah yeah I that's have, the one uh, i want to be part of <laughs> me, add me to that one <laughs> yeah i want to play with the big boys and girls some you literally your entry criteria is how much are you making on a monthly basis and when I'm saying like how much you, I'm, I'm talking like, you know, you, you need to be earning millions here in order to be in, you know, in these masterminds. So mm. you can just to kind of put it into context, these things don't, it's not just about education or uh, sorry, it's not just about property or, you know, uh, or just getting that kind of elementary education and even individuals who are earning from business and this is from business right who are earning a million two million there are 
specific masterminds that they go on. Why? Because they want to push on to the next level. Remember the picture I sent you the other day, Bim? Uh, I with, you want to talk about that picture. <laughs> with Kevin Hart and The Rock. And then The Rock was next to Shaquille O'Neal. And then Shaquille O'Neal was next to Yao Ming. And the caption was, there's always someone bigger. So we all know how uh, how big Kevin Hart is compared to The Rock. Uh, you know, Rock looks like a giant next to Kevin Hart, but then he looks so short compared to him, you know, next to Shaquille O'Neal, right? And then mm-hmm. amazingly, Shaquille O'Neal looks tiny <laughs> next to Yao Ming. So it's, it's yeah, it's just so uh, there's always someone bigger. There's always someone, you know, um, there's always someone below, uh, behind you. There's always someone in front of you. So it's a case of understand that education is a part of the journey regardless of where you are in life education is a part of journey and it's one of the best things you can do to is is to invest in your personal education um not just formal education but your own personal development your own things that you want to do to grow it's always it's always one of the best investments why because it's going to give you the returns you need as long as you take the necessary action that you need yep yep okay so let's move on to mentorship which I believe is the next uh, is the next step from mastermind and when mentorship so again mastermind and mentorship can be used interchangeably but there's a there's a type of mentorship that goes beyond the mastermind and that's mostly the one-to-one mentorship so this is where you've literally um, you've you've you know you've pointed out this person that has exactly what you have what you're looking um there's, a, there's someone that's achieved what you're looking to achieve and you know that you can they can help you and you just want them to take you under your wings and you literally want to have access to them um and um and and take your career or your property to the next level so that's mentorship and that is so so that's even that's that that, that right there is the cream uh is the icing on the cake um, yeah, so mentorship, so mentorship is really just identifying someone that you can that will take you under their wings and you just basically, you just do do life with them for the duration of your mentorship. And I think that is so, so, so important. And it's actually very costly, I must say, uh, because you're literally asking someone to give of their time and you already know that there is time is money and there's a value to everyone's time. And to be able to get that person to literally sit with you, go through your deals, go through your opportunities, help you to make decisions, point out that, you know, like literally challenge you is so key. Um, I had a mentor. So when I did my training, part of what I paid for was mentorship. Um, it wasn't a, it was, it was a mentorship, but it was like a weekend thing. So, well, not a weekend, like a three-day mentorship. And basically what, what that gave, what access that gave us was in those three days, you went everywhere with your mentor. So these are the days where you can actually go out with people. Um, so prior to the mentorship, there was a long form that I had to fill out that basically I had to literally put down every single thing that I have done, every single asset that I owned, every single bill, like literally just so that this person has a perfect picture of where I was um, and without making any assumption. So I had to go through that process of literally just being open and transparent with where I was in my in my property game, um, you know, asset-wise liability, etc., etc. And then when I then, and then part of 
part of that also included a questionnaire to, to, to where I had to fill out and say, this is exactly where I'm trying to get to. These are my goals. These are the things that I would like to achieve. And then thirdly, what did I want to get out of the mentorship? Now I'm going to have this person with me for three full days, um, all day, every day. What do I want to gain out of this uh, mentorship? So I did that. Um, that was a very long process, but I did that. And then those three days, I had um, indicated to my mentor what I wanted, what I wanted to buy or what was my gold mine area at the time. I had indicated on the form what the maximum budget was and what I was looking for. I had indicated the strategies I was looking to implant, the ones that I wasn't too sure of. So I, you know, I had the whole thing. But what the amazing thing that happened was, so the first day we went through all of these, we got to know each other, we did a lot of um calls you know we made a lot of calls we spoke to agents and so on and so forth but um what happened was my mentor decided to ignore everything that i said i wanted to do uh because he basically said i wasn't challenging myself so i had made this long list of what I wanted to do based on what I had done. But I think in his eyes, which rightly so, and I totally appreciate him for that, was, look, you've done this already. We need to take you to the next level. You need to move up. So that was when I did my first commercial conversion. And it was all down to my mentor. It was way too much money that I, that I knew I could afford. The strategy I'd never done before. And he was like, this is what you're doing. You know, are you with me or not? literally um yeah it was such so i i obviously didn't want to be um i didn't want to show the timid side of me so i had to man up <laughs> and said woman of up. Woman i up. had to woman up and <laughs> <laughs> said yes let's do it so one of the biggest thing that he I, I i learned from this experience was so the first thing was the property that he wanted he was suggesting we looked into was so it was way it was like double my budget and obviously the money that I would have needed to make this happen was clearly going to be double or triple my budget so he first question he asked me was do you know people that have money and then I paused and I was like um interesting question do I know people that have money and I started to scan all of my friends my family and then I said well I suppose they I'm, I'm sure people have money but I don't know if they might want to invest and he said well you're just gonna have to find out wouldn't you and that was it I he challenged me to go asking for money um I shared the proposal with a few of my friends and and um, in the end, I got four people that were interested to invest. And this was me feeling very timid and not being sure if I was actually going to get anyone to actually having four people. I had to turn two people down, you know, and that for me was the, it, it was like that could never have happened. That never would have happened if not for having a mentor that ne like that never would have crossed my mind if I didn't have somebody that was with me to show me the way to make those calls with me, to tell me and help me with my bold, my confidence and, you know, allowed me to be myself as well as challenge me to do more. So I think the, the mentorship is, is so key because that's where the challenge comes in. That's where you're pushed to pushed over your limits and then you don't realize you actually have this thing in you until someone else points it out and it was like it was a game changer and I think I mean my life changed um from that weekend um it wasn't a weekend I keep saying weekend it was a weekday actually my life changed from those three days with my mentor um my whole game changed um and it's just amazing and that's for me is the importance of having a mentor 
There you go. Value, action, results. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So again, um, like I said, there, there are many ways to to get educated, but beyond that as well, beyond the education, is looking at it from a value perspective as opposed to cost. And then please, 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 please do take action on whatever education you get so that you don't blame anybody if um if things don't work okay so i think um we can bring this podcast episode to a close right yes we can awesome so hey guys we would love for you to catch up with us on clubhouse every thursday we have our prop chat sessions so if you want to if you want to get to know us more or ask any questions then come over to Clubhouse every Thursday, 6 p.m. GMT. That's GMT. that's UK time, GMT. Uh, we will be on Clubhouse answering questions, having guests, having conversations, and we would love to have you in our room and, um, you know, come on stage, ask a question, and we'd love to, yeah, connect with you. So join us on Clubhouse every Thursdays for our prop chats. And if you found this useful do share we are looking to get you know more downloads we're coming up to a year soon so we want to get a thousand downloads before the year so share it tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend about podcast tell somebody about the prop (laughs) tell somebody that needs to know exactly everybody needs to know that's it that's (laughs) it okay so until next time bim ciao Bye-bye.